Welcome to Adult Bedtime Stories. Are you ready to experience nocturnal emissions? Join us in a sex-positive awakening adventure to help create a sex-positive world. Become part of a movement and start living a sex-positive lifestyle free of sexual shame and guilt. Adult Bedtime Stories is a Raven Slayer production. Adult Bedtime Stories is a show dedicated to bringing sacredness back to our sexuality and to learn about everything sexual. Allow the beautiful sexy creature within you to emerge. Each week the focus of the show will be on a different sexual topic designed to enlighten you so you develop more fully as a sexual being. This is a sex education that you didn't receive in high school, but should have. Imagine for a moment that we could change the world and live a sex-positive lifestyle. In our sex-negative world, the process of socialization teaches us to feel shame and guilt around sex. By adopting a new set of attitudes and values around sex, we can view sex with a new understanding, which is accompanied with positive emotions and the attitude that sex is a sacred act. I am Lady Boy Chi, a sex expert, a life coach, and a sacred harlot. My life vision is to create a sex-positive world through adult education and BDSM performance art. Hello and welcome. I am Ladyboy Gigi, and tonight's episode... I'm going to do something a little bit different. Tonight, we're going to do the theme of the show. And I'm going to tell an adult bedtime story. This adult bedtime story is a little bit about why I do this show and how I got involved in doing sexual education and teaching people and working with people to create a more sex-positive world. But I'm jumping way ahead. I'd like to start at the beginning of my story. When I was very young, I started exploring sexuality before I even knew what it was. I started playing with people that were a little older than me. When I'd strip my clothes off and they'd fondle me as a little boy, At the time, I thought I was a little boy, but it turned out I was a hermaphrodite that gave me such yummy, tingly sensations. And then I discovered that the world wasn't made this way, that the world frowned on such behaviors. Yet I realized from those early experiences that sex was so good and yummy. It gave me such good feelings in my body. And I think that's what started me on my course to do this show and to do many other things that I've done in my life. As I grew up and got a little older, I realized how horrible it was that I couldn't run around naked, that I couldn't be sexually free, not to the level that I've seen in my visions and not to the level that is in my heart and in my desires. And so I started on my journey, and I realized at one point in my life that I was bisexual, but I knew no other bisexuals. So I started exploring and learning, and I came across a pamphlet about a bisexual conference. And I thought, oh, I've got to go to this. And so I took some time off from work 
and I had a motorcycle, and I decided I'm going to ride my motorcycle to San Diego, California for this bisexual conference. And it was such an amazing experience. I met other bisexuals and had some amazing experiences learning from workshops about sex and about the bisexual movement. It just inspired me. And I felt feelings that I'd never felt before, being around others that were kindred spirit, being around people that were out and open in their bisexuality. And I realized this world isn't conducive to our movement. It's not a good place to be bisexual. It's not a good place to be sexual. I realized don't get any sex education. I certainly didn't. It just appalled me. I decided, okay, it's time to start changing this. So I went from the bisexual conference and started a bisexual group in Houston, Texas. I started getting involved in some of the alternative communities because I realized if I was going to explore my sexuality fully and achieve some of the experiences I wanted to achieve, I would need to be involved with people that were kind of outside the box. This is a story about my journeys and some of my sexual experiences and why I wanted to do this show and why I wanted to do some of the things I've done in my life as I got more and more sexual experiences and learned new sexual techniques and about tantric sex and about the spiritual sexuality and about energy orgasms, I started learning and realized a lot of people don't have any clue about this stuff. And so I wanted to start sharing it and teaching people. And so I started Aphrodite's Temple within the pagan community at pagan festivals. At first it wasn't well received. It was kind of interesting because the leadership at the time in the pagan community said, well, you can do this, Gigi, but you have to keep it quiet can only be by word of mouth. We're not going to advertise it or put it in the schedule. And you have to keep it in your tent. And so I did. And the first night I ran Aphrodite's Temple, I had a line of people outside my tent from about 11 o'clock till about 4 in the morning. We had the tent full of people and we were playing sexually and touching and caressing and exploring spiritual sacred sex. It was just amazing. And every night for that first festival, we explored and played and people had incredible experiences. It was a few weeks later after the festival, I had a couple of pagans come up to me and say, you know, I've been involved in the pagan community for many years. And I never realized that you have just brought what's been missing in our community. It was an amazing experience. And from there, I started taking off. Aphrodite's temple became a regular thing. I brought it to every festival thereafter. It just grew and flourished. And people were hungry for it, for the information and for learning. And it was a bit of a learning experience for me, too. I started digging deeper and learning more and more on how to educate people and to educate myself about sexual freedom and about sacred sex. And I started researching more and more about the ancient sex temples and about ancient sexuality. I just kind of looked at this world and I thought, It's such a shame that we categorize and put everything in all these little boxes and 
considers sex as sinful and bad and negative, I started exploring some of the positive side of sexuality and started exploring the tantric sex and putting it into practice in my life. And that's part of what happened over the years doing Aphrodite's temple. I reached a lot of people, several hundred, maybe even a thousand people. And I started taking it to Burning Man and to some of the people in the BDSM community. And yes, I'm very much into BDSM. I'm a switch, and I started out as a submissive and really enjoyed the art of surrender and giving another power over me. I learned some amazing techniques to incorporate into the spiritual side of sexuality through BDSM and realized that BDSM has a spiritual side as well. And so through this journey of explorations, I learned a tremendous amount of information, a lot of it through experiential learning and a lot of it through trial and error. And I learned some of the things that really worked and some of the things that didn't work so well. And I did a radio show on KPFT 90.1 FM here in Houston, Texas for about 20 years. And I did the show. It started as a bisexual show and it evolved later into the sacred sex show. And part of my journey was to help teach people about sacred sex, that sex is so good and amazing and can take you to some amazing places. It takes us to a higher state of consciousness, or at least those are some of my experiences. And so I did this show and got rave reviews and we got the show banned a few times because we kind of got out there with it. And I did nude radio where I went naked on the air. And that just was amazing to me that even in our culture, being naked within a studio booth where nobody could see me, but just knowing that I was naked live on the air, we got banned. (laughs) And I found that was so appalling in a way that we are so stuck up about sex in our bodies that I can't even talk about being naked on the air without getting banned. And what is the problem here? Nobody can see it. They just hear descriptions of it, that I'm naked. And to be honest, I'm naked right now. I decided to do this show naked, just in celebration of that one show I did and got banned on KPFT. I felt it was a liberation of a sort, in a weird way, to do a show totally naked and have people complain about it just seemed kind of interesting to me at a certain philosophical level. Why is it that people are so hung up about nudity? I wasn't having sex at that ep- in that episode. Now, there were other episodes on KPFT where I did give a guy a blowjob, and I got blowjobs live on the air, and they never complained about that. But just to be naked on the air was found offensive. And that, I found, was very disgusting to me. I was born with this body. And what is so wrong about this body that I have to keep it covered up? And that people can't see me naked, and I can't see others naked. And so this was one of the early shows that really kind of got me on the quest of exploring the negative connotations of living in a sex-negative culture. Why is it we can't be sexually liberated and sexually educated? I really wanted to bring a whole new perspective to the world. Unfortunately, last September, they canceled the show after I had been on it for over 20 years. 
and I felt a void. And that's when I decided to do my own podcast to help reach out to the world and envision a whole new way of life, a sex-positive lifestyle. What does a sex-positive lifestyle entail? Well, I can tell you from my experience, I've been able to love women and men and be sexually free and open and explore the spiritual side of sexuality. I've been able to caress and titillate and raise desires in people and in myself. I've been able to be open and free in my sexual expression and be able to help others get rid of that angst and that fear of holding back sexually and be able to open up in Aphrodite's temple even if it's just one night, to be sexually free and expressive and explore and learn and enjoy our bodies and our sexuality together and celebrate the beauty of sacred sexuality. And the way I run Temple, I've been told this by many people, because I'm so open and affirming and I give people permission to just through my own behaviors and my own attitudes and values, I give other people the freedom and permission to open themselves up and to overcome their fears and to be fully expressive and sexual and really enjoy sex at whole new levels. And by day, I do workshops to teach some of the sexual arts that aren't taught. I've covered some of them in this show, and I plan to cover many more techniques in future shows. But for tonight, I wanted to kind of share my journey and share my perspective. And I think part of it was I grew up, and it wasn't all beautiful and rosy, there was a point when I went through a lot of hardships. I was born and I was, they discovered I was ADHD and dyslexic. And later I learned that actually I'm one of the indigo children early on arriving here as an indigo child. And I realized through the process of my life that Part of my mission as an indigo child is to help raise consciousness about sexuality and to help create a more sex-positive world, a world where we can be sexually liberated and sexually free and where we can develop a better vocabulary around sexuality and then even go further and start exploring some of the more advanced sexual techniques to take us to a higher state of consciousness, to a higher state of being, and to reach new levels of ecstasy that we never dreamed were possible. I found in growing up that a lot of patterns seemed to kind of occur to me. I noticed that with a lot of the guys, they had this simple kind of way of getting off and it never went much beyond either sticking it in and having good intercourse or just jerking off. And I thought, there's so much more to this. And I'd already at a young age discovered some of the more advanced techniques. Some of it was through just researching and learning from people in other cultures. And I was kind of fortunate. I was very curious. And so I explored some of these things. And and I took human sexuality courses in college. And I was a philosophy major in my undergrad. And so I started studying in my young adult age, in my early 20s, about human sexuality 
And I was fortunate because I took some classes that taught me about other cultures, about tantric sex and about even other cultures that practiced sexual rituals and sexual mysticism. And I became so fascinated with all this. And from that moment on, I started studying everything I could learn about sexuality. And so that's part of what inspired me to do this show, is to bring this to the world and let people know that we don't have to be stuck in a world where we live under sexual oppression. We can treat sexuality as any other subject where we can learn and advance and learn new techniques and new ways to explore our bodies and the pleasures and the spiritual side of sexuality. That's part of this bedtime story. And so I'd like to share a few of my more amazing experiences. It was early on in my BDSM experience that I met a guy, and he was pretty advanced. He was very dominant. He took me on an adventure. He realized that I grew up with a father that was abusive. And my self-worth, this was early on, even before I got into college, my self-worth was very low. And I felt like I was unworthy. He brought me into BDSM. And he took me through some role play where we reenacted some of the things that occurred in my childhood, some of the abuse. But this time I had safe words. And he was very abusive with me, consensually speaking, and took me on this journey. I would say my safe words when I needed to, but he encouraged me to do this and go as far as I could with it. And there was a point to all this. I realized that as a child, I had no safe words. I was just at the mercy of the real person that was sadistic. I had no say. I had no stop words. I was just totally at their mercy. And that empowered the inner child within me. All of a sudden, I realized, oh, I can say yellow or red, and I can either slow down the scene or stop the scene. And then after the scenes, especially when we did very intense scenes, the dominant male that was my master at the time, he would hold me, and he would nurture me, and he would tell me how good I took everything and praise me for being such a good, submissive boy. He would hold me in his arms and have me suck on his nipples. And I felt like an infant, just held and protected by this strong man that had just a little while ago beat the crap out of me. And it felt so good to have that nurturing time with him and to have him tell me how good I was for taking all his sadistic treatments. And it seems paradoxical, but this was a very healing process for me at the time. And it was one of the early incidents and experiences that helped firm me on my path to not only learn but teach others how to heal from sexual wounds and from being abused, and how to become empowered, self-empowered. And it was through becoming a submissive and giving up power that I became empowered, and it transformed my life. I share this because this was a very meaningful turning point in my life. It helped me realize that most people don't aren't as fortunate as I was. They don't run into a dominant that is that amazing and loving and very healing 
he was more like a shaman taking me on a healing path, a healing journey. Many of our scenes got very sexual, and he was very much into the tantric sex techniques and taught me a lot about it. And that, that was some of my early on experiences, taking the time to learn how to control my body, how to control the sexual energy, and how to work with it and bring it to whole new heights. That I started learning through him, and I'm so grateful that I had that experience. I learned a lot more after that, but that was the first steppings towards a spiritual sexual path and a path in BDSM. Now I'm a dominant, and I love to have submissives that want to worship me and kneel before me, and I work with them and do healing work with them at a psychosexual level. And part of that has to be one-on-one. It's something that I can't just do on the air. It's something that's very intimate and very individualized. I do hope that for those listening, you get to experience what you need for your healing path and find someone to take that journey together with. I feel so fortunate that I had some people in my life that I could obtain the psychosexual healing that I got. It was amazing. And I think through this show, even if you can't find someone to experience that directly with, you can learn some of the techniques because I will be sharing more and more of them as I continue doing more episodes. I've already shared many on how to work with your sexual energy and how to raise it up and how to take it to new heights. And we'll be going into more shows about where you can go in this amazing journey of freedom of sexual expression. And it is so amazing. I know I've impacted many people over the last 20 years. I share my stories and I run temple and I do workshops and teach people. And it's not just through my teachings. I role model being a sex-positive person, living a sex-positive lifestyle. And I have no inhibitions anymore. I face those through BDSM roleplay. And I broke many of my taboos early on. And it was through BDSM play and BDSM practices that I was able to overcome some of the taboos and really reach a whole new level of sexual freedom. And so this I share with you as part of my story this adult bedtime story. Another experience that I had early on was my first three-way with a boyfriend and a girlfriend. And I've talked a little bit about this on the show in the past. But the energy was so amazing when I had sex with a man and a woman at the same time. And I was fortunate to be the person in the middle the night started. It was an amazing night. The three of us, we were all kind of in that sexy mood, and all of us were very horny. And it was the woman at the time was my girlfriend, and the boy was the guy that lived near us, and he was over for the night. And me and my girlfriend were both polyamorous, and we were both kind of interested in him. He was very beautiful and sexy, and I was very turned on by him. So was my girlfriend. We started talking, and we were just kind of exploring the possibility of each of us having sex with him. And we got into a discussion, and before long, he said, well, why don't we just go ahead and have sex all together. I forget if it was him that said that or 
me or the girl, my girlfriend at the time, but one of us said, let's just do it tonight and have, have us all do it together. And so we started exploring and playing, and uh, it's a little awkward at first. It was like we were a little nervous. This was kind of new territory for all three of us, but we decided to go for it. Fortunately, I was always very open, so I kind of went first and stripped naked, and my cock was just standing straight up. I was so excited. It was just amazing. And being a bit of an exhibitionist, being having the two of them look at me, and, and it felt like they were just, I could see in their eyes how much they enjoyed seeing my erect cock and my naked body, and, and they were just both getting so turned on, just looking. And the energy just started taking off from there. And I thought it was just going to be about having another sexual experience. But the experience went deeper than that that night. And that was one of my early encounters with sacred spiritual sexual experiences. After a while, each of them took their clothes off. And I could tell both of them were very excited. My girlfriend's nipples were like, oh, they were erect and pointed upward. I could tell she when she got excited. And he definitely had an erection and was very excited. And so we started playing with each other in the bed. And we took turns and we did oral sex and just fondled and caressed each other, all three of us together, just taking turns and working each other. And then I said, you know, I would love for you to come inside me while I'm inside my girlfriend. And both of them just perked up at this, and we did it. And an amazing, magical thing happened that night. That night, I felt his cock inside me while my cock was inside my girlfriend. At some kind of level, all of a sudden, his cock was in my cock. He was fucking her, and he was fucking me, and she was fucking me, and she was fucking him, and I became the energy conduit between their lovemaking and I became the energy being between them and with them. And it's hard to put in exact words what all happened that night. But I felt like I all of a sudden became this kind of ethereal being. And I could feel their bodies with my body. I could feel them actually extending through my body and having sex with each other, but through my body. I can't put it into any other words than that. The experience was amazing. We each had the most amazing orgasm together. It was like, it just was simultaneous. And all three of us started coming like we'd never come before. We had multiple full-body orgasms together. Oh, wow. It was such an amazing experience. And I want to share that with you tonight because this was one of the things that woke me up to some of the possibilities that were ahead. I never realized that sex could be that amazing, take me to such a spiritual height to such an amazing level of consciousness. And so it was from some of these early experiences that I decided I wanted to become a sacred harlot, that I wanted to become a sex educator and to teach people and to learn from people. 
the more I learn about sex, the more I realize I'm still just barely scratching the surface. There's so much more yet to learn and to experience. I've been very sexually active most of my life. It started out when I was five years old. I wasn't, didn't have intercourse, but it was that kind of playing doctor or playing those childhood games that kind of get you that tingly feeling. And, and I think that's some a part of what I found the magic in sexuality. It's like I'd held my penis before, but it never felt like when someone fondled me that got all tingly and amazingly just changed everything. And it's these experiences that I look at the world today and I see our sex-negative world and how it's kind of considered sinful to be sexual unless you're in a marriage. And, and even married couples aren't taught how to pleasure each other at these amazing heights. It's looked at as kind of this duty to procreate or something. I realize somewhere along my journey, human females have what's called a clitoris. The clitoris has nothing to do with reproduction. It only has to do with pleasure. Its only purpose is to provide a woman pleasure. It serves no part in the reproductive process. And I thought at the time when I came across that fact, I thought, if sex is so sinful, then why did this supposedly loving God give women a clitoris that's purely for pleasure and that sex can be so much more than this? And I'm sharing this because that was one of the other turning points in my life where I realized that sex isn't and evil, it's not sin, it's not bad, it's not something to be ashamed of or feel guilty about. Pleasure can take us to such amazing places if we can overcome some of that guilt and shame and some of that sex-negative conditioning. And so that's part of the journey I'm on with this show is to create a sex-positive world where we can all overcome shame and guilt and this concept of sex is bad or evil. I want to create a world where we can have freedom of sexual expression between consenting adults. Now, I'm not out to wreck anybody's marriage or to break anybody's role as a monogamous person. I honor monogamy. I honor marriage. I also know that these things can't be the only way. One size does not fit all. And so for those that want to explore deeper and live outside the box and live a lifestyle that is much more sexually free and much more sexually explorative, learn about this new frontier, this whole new challenge of where can we go with sexuality? What can we accomplish? How far can we go with raising our conscious level and reaching a higher state of being through sexual expression? And what kinds of ways and experiences can we have? I know on last week's show I, on orgasms, I shared a little bit about where Paul and I have gone. And I'm training Paul. He's one of my apprentices. And he has been really amazing, learning and opening himself and overcoming his fears. I think it's an amazing journey he's on. So, Paul, if you're listening to this, I hope you enjoy. <laughs> and I commend you for your journey and 
how brave you've been on this challenge. And I say this because I want this to be a little bit more intimate in our show. I want to open up some of the intimacy and become a little more vulnerable with my audience and share some of my own experiences. I think it's through sharing that we can learn and all grow together and open a whole new door to sexual explorations and learn it together and challenge each other to overcome the guilt and shame and fear and really become sexually enlightened. We live in the dark ages when it comes to sexuality. I think it's time to break that cycle and to start opening new doors to sexuality. And so it's with this, this deep desire within myself to help open the doors for kindred spirits. I'm not here to change anybody that doesn't want to be changed, but I want to open the door for those that do want this experience. I know that looking back on my life, I wish there had been someone that had that courage to show me alternative ways. I had to learn the hard way through the school of hard knocks, trial and error. And yes, I made some mistakes along my path. I tried things that didn't work out, and it was kind of difficult. And there were times when I kind of opened up sexually to people that weren't sex positive and that were very abusive and misused me. And so I do advocate safety when you want to explore these things. Don't just open up to anybody. Check out the person you're wanting to play with. Get to know people through alternative communities. Don't just open up to someone that you met at a bar. Because I made that mistake a couple of times. And it, fortunately, it didn't work out really bad, but it was bad enough of an experience that I learned my lesson. And so I learned that it's best to get to know people through alternative communities and find kindred spirits that are really on the same wavelength and are, or similar wavelength as you are and want to discover as you want to discover. I know it's through d running Aphrodite's temple and through doing some of the sex work that I've done through the radio show and through BDSM play scenes and meeting people in the com different artistic communities that I've opened up and found many, many people that are on similar paths as I am. And so it's been an amazing journey. And I've gotten some amazing experiences. And I've had the fortune to be able to be the dominant for and teacher for several people, some of whom have moved on to the other parts of their lives and got what they needed from me. Some I'm still working with and exploring and having a great time with on this journey and taking them to new heights of sexual ecstasy and through amazing experiences. And so tonight's adult bedtime story is my story. It's my story of my adventures on exploring sexuality and being able to enjoy the deliciousness of not just BDSM and being a dom or sub, but also of lovemaking, having amazing sexual experiences without any BDSM components. It can be awesome too. And then I've also gotten into the sacred sex movements. Some There's some groups here in Texas that are practicing tantric sex and Taoist sexual practices. And so I've gone to some of their events too. And that can be an amazing experience. 
And I've learned so much from all these different communities. And so I want to invite each of you to explore and see what's out there in your communities. Some of them you have to really search out and find. It's not like they're listed in the yellow pages. <laughs> Once you get kind of into some of the different alternative communities, then you can find them on the Internet. Get involved with them and take the courage, especially if you're young and just starting out on your path in sexuality. Open the door to sexual freedom. Learn, experience, and sex can be so much more than and so many different things. And I'm not saying that it has to be something more. I mean, I still enjoy just a good jerk-off once in a while. And I also enjoy going into the full spiritual depths of sexual ecstasy. There are so many different things that you can experience. And I've experienced so many already. And I have so many yet to come. So many new experiences. Take the time. Explore what's right. And form that genital heart connection within yourself. Follow what's right for you. And what. listen to your body. Your body will tell you what feels good and what doesn't. Don't listen to all the preconceived ideas out there or preconceived notions or people's stories or people ragging out on, oh, this is a bad thing. You shouldn't be doing that. Find out for yourself what you like. Don't make judgments based on what you think should be done or shouldn't be done. Try new things. If it's something you don't like, you don't have to do it again. I know that's kind of the philosophy I've developed over the years. I've explored and experimented, and there's some things I've done sexually that no, wasn't quite for me. Now, I know other people were into it, and it was right for them. We're all made different. We all have different things that turn us on and different things that turn us off. Explore Open up and become liberated. Become free. This is the final frontier. The frontier of human sexuality. And so I leave you on that note tonight and ask that you take courage, explore. I think you will find the journey is well worth it. The rewards have been so amazing for me. I've been taken to places in my own headspace that I never dreamed ex existed. And I've experienced journeys through sexuality that I didn't even know were possible. There is so much potential that we have still untapped in the realm of sexuality. And it's partly, it's not our fault, it's not your fault. It's because we live in such a sex-negative culture. We're not really allowed to learn and study sexuality at the level it should be. We're just supposed to instinctively know what to do? Well, no. There is a learning process. And there have been manuals written in ancient times. The Kama Sutra, there's many texts and Many different practices dating back thousands of years. It's just our culture that kind of shut the door on all that. So let's not reinvent the wheel. Learn from some of these things. Now there's some things about Tantric and Taoist and even the Kama Sutra that I find a little bit misogynistic and, you know, just... Take it with a grain of salt. Take what works and leave the rest behind. That's the way that I've learned that I'm not going to get rid of the whole thing just because there's some offensive language. I'm going to learn what I can learn from it and kind of overlook the offensive parts. And so I invite you to open your mind and really explore and learn 
and I'll be sharing more and more on this show on the techniques that I've discovered over my lifetime. But tonight I just kind of wanted to do a sharing of a bedtime story of a new adventure, learning sexual freedom. And with that, have a good night and enjoy this nocturnal emissions. I find it interesting that adults in our culture are not provided with informative sexual education. Even married couples don't have access to an adequate sexual education and how to pleasure each other. It's assumed that somehow we will instinctively know all that we need to know about sex. I don't know how you feel about this, but I think there's a better method. I would like to invite you to join me in developing a sex-positive lifestyle with freedom of sexual expression between consenting adults. Join us each week to learn everything sexual. Add your comments about the show and any suggestions you have for future show topics. We would love to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you won't miss any episodes. This concludes this edition of Adult Bedtime Stories. Are you ready to experience nocturnal emissions? Sex is the final frontier. So explore everything sexual. For years, Minky Couture has been donating blankets to Nick Hughes across the country. Owner Sandy Henry's grandson was born at 30 weeks, and she placed a mini blanket in her grandson's incubator. We want to help other NICU families with the Heart of Minky program. For every adult-sized blanket purchased, Minky Couture will donate a mini-sized blanket to NICUs across the nation. Thanks to you, we can fulfill our dream to blanket the world.